Welcome back to another episode of Dentistry's Growing with Grace podcast. Join Grace and her guest of the week as they discuss lessons learned in the industry and explore unique insights into ethical growth. Hello and welcome back to Dentistry's Growing with Grace. I'm here with Lee Duke and today we are going to be talking about business names and how do you pick a business name. Um, Lee, thanks for joining me. Absolutely. Proud to be here, Grace. Yeah, so uh, we've been taking some calls together. We've been taking some marketing planning sessions for doctors. We give them the opportunity to get into our schedule for 30, 45 minutes. Um, and in these planning sessions, we talk through their goals, their ideas. Um, the end result is a custom marketing plan that they can take and use either without us or that they can hire us to help them with. And so as you've been with me on a lot of these calls, today we had kind of a theme come up. We've had a lot of people today ask us about business naming and branding, and there's a lot of confusing information out there. So um, Lee and I are going to be talking through some of these items with you today to give you that information in a succinct way. And so if you are someone who is naming your practice, a new startup practice, or you've acquired a practice, or you're an established practice, but you're thinking about rebranding, these few questions are going to help you in making those decisions. So let's kick it off. What do you have for me here, Lee? Well, let's get right to the part of this. You know, we heard this a couple of times uh, today um, is when do we include the name of the town in the business name? Uh, that actually came up a couple different times today. Absolutely. So it really depends on what your long-term vision is for the practice. If you are wanting to, let's say, move to uh, Rizaville, I made up that town name after myself. If you want to move to Rizaville and you want to be... Um, something dental of Rizaville or Rizaville dental, dental Center, there's a few things to consider. One, does anyone else have that name? Do they have the exact name? If they do, you cannot use it. Um, you don't want to be creating issues where people don't know who they're going to for what and confusing businesses. So make sure there is some differentiating word in the practice name. Um, you may have... Uh, you know, integrity dental of Rizaville versus just uh, Rizaville Dental Center. I picked the worst. That's such a hard word to say, Rizaville. What was I thinking? Anyways, Duke Town. Um, we'll go that route. So you want to think about what practices already exist in the city and is this necessary? The other thing to think about is what is the level of competition in regards to SEO? If you do have the town name in the practice name, it is going to, in some cases, give you a substantial benefit when it comes time to get you ranking in the top three on Google and the map section and otherwise. So you do wanna consider the SEO advantage and if there is an SEO advantage there. Now, if you already have a business name, you're not thinking about rebranding, but you want that same advantage, we certainly have loopholes for you that we can use that are totally white hat, totally ethical, and will pose no problems for your business. So those are kind of some of the things to consider if you're thinking about putting the town name in the name. Um, is it still going to differentiate you? 
is it going to bring value for SEO? Um, and, and similar, there'll be, there's always things to think about that we haven't thought about in a general setting when we get into these individual planning sessions. So if you're still not sure, set up a call with one of us, we're more than happy to talk you through that. Um, so yeah, that's, does that answer the question, Lee? Does that give a little bit of context? I think so. If, um, if, you know, if you want to put a comment down below, let us know or schedule that marketing session. Um, you know, so town name, but then there's also the name of the dentist. Uh, so when should a dentist use their, his or her name, you know, as a business name? And should that ever be in combination with the city name? So it's really hard because I've been quoted as kind of someone with these absolute opinions. Like I had someone on the call today, you were there and she said, now I know you, you don't like mailers. And I was like, whoa, 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 I do like mailers. It's one of our service offerings, but you've gotta be prepared to spend X to get Y, whereas you can have a better investment elsewhere. So it's not a no, it's a not yet for where you're at in terms of my recommendation. And, and that made more sense. So I have a similar situation where people think that I've been against using the dentist's name for the brand name. And that's kind of out of context. So I think you don't want to use the doctor's name when you're looking to grow beyond that doctor in most situations. So if I am uh, Riza Dental Marketing and here I am, I hire Lee Duke, people are going to call and say, well, well, I only want to talk to, to Riza. Her name is on, like, she's the business owner. But, but here's the thing. In some situations, you might want to talk to Lee. He might have a different set of, of um, experiences and, and different guidance and different advantage. And so if I'm bringing on an associate that's operating as a clinician, as a doctor, um, it gets pretty lengthy when you bring in multiple partners. I've had people with four or five partners and they sound like extensive law firms. You can't even tell they're a dental practice anymore because it's this name, that name, that name, this name and that name and associates and you don't know what they do anymore. So if you're looking to expand beyond one doctor being the main brand, it makes sense um, to not have your name be your business name. Now, let's say you're running a, you're a prosthodontist and you do high level implant restorative cosmetic dentistry and you are the brand. People come to you for your training, your expertise. Um, and you might have an associate come in and work under you, but it's your process that you're branding. It's perfectly fine to have your name as the business name. It's how you brand your name and what your name stands for. And then how you communicate and market your associates under your name, under your training. And in some instances, I actually like that better because if the associate isn't buying in as an owner and they put in a year or two at your practice and then they move on, you don't want to lose a following to that person. You want people to stay loyal to the practice because of the brand you've built behind your name. So even though I brought in an associate or even though Lee has been appointed as our chief strategy officer, he is still in alignment with the methods that are true to identity dental marketing. He's not going to do something or recommend something that's not in alignment with our values, with our processes. So the same thing with bringing in an associate, it can work. So really you want to think about what is the brand? How do I want to be known? Is it for my clinical expertise? 
If so, then it makes sense to have your name in the business name. Another time it makes sense is if you're in a highly saturated market, you've got a lot of corporate practices all around you, and you really want to brand yourself as that family-owned, family-operated, go-to trusted neighborhood doctor, perfectly fine with having you know, RZA Dental Care, RZA Family Dental, perfectly appropriate business names for that type of brand. So it really comes back to how do you want to be known? Um, if you are planning to sell your practice in five years and within five years and your business name is RZA Dental Center, um, your name Dental Center, you may wanna consider a rebrand before you put the practice on the market to sell because you have the time to tell all of your patients, I'm still here, nothing's changing, we just updated the brand. So when you bring in a buyer, it's gonna be easier for that buyer to get behind the brand and it's gonna be a smoother transition. And in some cases that practice might even sell for more money because that transition is going to be smoother. There's a little bit of goodwill built into a strong brand. So things to think about um, with naming, naming your practice. Lee, how, how did I do? You did great. <laughs> Thank you. That's Any the other? right answer too, isn't it? Yeah, you it's did the right great. answer. Yes, it's the right yes, answer. Yes, the right answer. Good, good. What you got for me? All right. Um, let's do a fun one. Let's do a fun one here. Um, what are some things to avoid when choosing a business name? Excellent question. Um, one of the less thought of things to consider is the spelling of words. I've seen a lot of like kids fun zone dental practice and kids is spelled with a Z. And so then you go to kidszonedental.com and you're spelling it. It's K-I-D-Z, not S. And then another Z, O-N-E. And then you're like, wait, wait, can you start over? It, it is very difficult for your team to have to continue to spell special words that you've made up. So it's okay sometimes to create words. And again, this is one of those times where I would have to see it and advise on it based on the situation. Um, I have a client that I love dearly that spelled dentistry uniquely. And I told them not to, they did it anyways. So we'll see. I look, I'll see if we get the call in two years when they go, you were right. This is a huge pain. Uh, we want to update the branding. I'll be, I'll be like, I got a video for you to watch. I'm going to go back to this video. Be like, yes, I remember. So special spelling, be very careful about making up words and spelling them differently. It can work. I'm not saying it's always a bad idea, but most of the time it is. Mm -hmm. Um, the next thing is stay away from really complex names or hard to remember names. We don't like seeing, you know, the advanced center of cosmetic and restorative dentistry. Oh, and we treat kids too. And we place implants. Like that's not a name. That's a description. But sometimes I do come across these business names that are just that you can barely even remember what they are. Um, so sometimes we take those really complex names. We think we're doing a favor by creating an, an acronym and we don't remember what the acronym is or what it stands for. We, when we do this, we just create an obstacle for memorability. It's just harder to remember your name and who you are. 
And so if it, a general marketing message takes seven impressions before people can remember you, it might be 17 for them to remember your business name. So keep it simple, keep it unique. In most cases, you want the name to reflect and communicate your unique selling proposition. That one thing that makes you special and unique, that one thing that you want to be remembered for, that is where you should start when you're coming up with a business name. So hopefully this information is helpful to anyone questioning their brand, questioning their name, or anyone in the process of rebranding. Um, Lee and I are both here available to you. If you'd like to set up a marketing planning session, you can visit identitydental.com grace, and you can get to both of our schedules. We're more than happy to look at your individual marketing plan and give you guidance from there. So thanks for being with us here today. Lee, thank you so much for the excellent questions. And um, we will see you all next time. Take care, everybody. See you soon.